Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Rabbi Steve Kane, and today we'll be looking at Masechet Shabbat, Tzadi Gimel, Amud Aleph, and Bet, that is Tractate Shabbat, page 93, A and B. Now, 93 is based upon the Mishnah on the preceding page, on page 92. The Mishnah there is discussing the question of carrying on Shabbat. Carrying is one of the 39 different activities one is not allowed to do on Shabbat, and if one does it accidentally, without knowledge, uh, one must bring a chatat, a, uh, um, a sin offering. And the Mishnah there tells us that Hamotzi kikar l'reshut harabim, that one who takes a loaf of bread from a private area, from a private domain into the public domain, chayav, that they are liable for that chatat, that sin offering. But it tells us if two people took out the loaf together, piturin, they are both exempt from this offering. On the other hand, it tells us that if two take it together, but one could not have taken it on their own, then they are both chayab, even though they took it together. And finally, it ends with Rabbi Shimon dissenting from that opinion by saying that if two of them took it together, even if one of them could not have taken it on its own, that is, it took two people to carry it, even so, they are patur, they are still exempt from bringing this sin offering. Now, page 93a and b proceed with a discussion of what it means to be someone who helps another person in an act that should otherwise be forbidden. And that discussion is based on a verse in Vayikra, in Leviticus, chapter 4, verse 27. That verse reads as follows, V'im nefesh achat t'chateh that if anyone among the people unwittingly incurs guilt by doing any of the things which the Lord had commanded us not to be done, and then they realize their guilt, uh, and then the verses which come after that say that they should bring this sin offering. Now the discussion on the in the Gemara is between three Tanaim, between three rabbis of the Mishnah, each of whom has a different understanding of this verse. The three key words in that verse are Asota, he did it, Achat, one, and Nefesh, one person. The main discussion is between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda, or discussion about really their opinions. According to Rabbi Shimon, each of those three words excludes a certain situation, and therefore, if you are a part of that situation, you no longer are obligated to bring a chatat, to bring a sin offering. So what are those situations? The first is when one person takes it out from the private domain 
and a second person places it into the public domain. In that situation, he is still patur because no one did a complete act. The second situation is where both could carry it, but uh, they did carry it together instead of one of them carrying it, and that relates to the word achat. And so since both carried it, again, that person is patur, he is exempt from the chatat. And finally, the third opinion, according to Rabbi Meir, is that um, if um, neither could carry it, but both of them did carry it, still, it says nefesh, one person, that if two people did this, he is exempt also from the chatat, from the sin offering. Now, Rabbi Yehuda interprets those two first two words, basota and achat, in the verses in Leviticus, exactly the same way. That each, that where one tribe takes it out, and a second one puts it into um, the, uh, uh, the Rashud HaRabim, to the public area, um, they are both patur, they are both exempt. And the second situation, where both could have carried it, but both did indeed carry it, one of them could have carried it on their own, both did carry it, they are still exempt. But Rabbi Yehuda says that the third exemption is not when neither could carry it, but both did, but rather it is because of a mistaken ruling of the court. The court said something could be carried out, and it turns out they were wrong. When someone followed the ruling of the court, they are still exempt from the chatat, from the sin offering. And finally, it brings in a third um, Tana, a third rabbi of the Mishnah, that is Rabbi Meir, who says that there aren't actually three exceptions here, only two. The first one is Asota, agreeing with both Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda that um, when one person takes it out and the second one places it in the second reshut, uh, uh, to the second area of um, uh, the second area, that they are patur. Um, but um, the words achat and nefesh really form one idea. They aren't separate but rather they are one. Chat and Nefesh should be taken as one exemption. And he agrees with Rabbi Yehuda that that one exemption is based on the fact that uh, uh, a court made a mistaken ruling, and when they find out the ruling was mistaken, the person who did it is not liable for that chatat. What we have here are different opinions about what it means to assist someone else or to do an act on one's own when that act is forbidden. And um, it's interesting because uh, Rabbi Chista later on um, says that Messiah ain bo mamash, that uh, one who has helped out, um, if one person could carry it, uh, their helping really has done nothing. Now all of these different people are really referring to the whole question of what is the responsibility for a person when they uh, commit an act that is forbidden. Everybody agrees that when the act is done on your own, you're responsible for the consequences of that act, that is a chatat. The question now is, though, when you participate with others, when their influences come over you, and you probably say to yourself, well, if my friend is doing this, why is it so terrible? I'll just join them. What is your degree of responsibility? And um, uh, they disagree about what that means. Rabbi Shimon seems to indicate that, um, that when you have more than one person who is, um, who is doing it, that, um, uh, that the influence of that second person is enough to say that you should be actually exempt from the punishment for that act, for bringing a chatat, 
because on your own you probably would have concluded I can't do it, but somehow that other person uh, brought you to the to the point where you said you would do it. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda and even less so Rabbi Meir say, you know, whether you do an act on your own or whether you help someone else, uh, you have a degree of responsibility, and so you can't simply say. I acted because I saw my friend doing it, so therefore I should be exempt. They say, no, you have to know on your own when something is wrong. And even if you join with others, whether it's one other or a group of others, even when you join with them, you have some degree of responsibility. Um, and that, too, is the question of Rabchista, someone who joins in an activity, um, but they're not a main part of that activity. Uh, are they really responsible? Rav Chista tends to uh, side then with Rabbi Shimon because um, he again indicates that the action is such that uh, they were drawn into the act. Um, and so I think it, it, um, it really leaves us with interesting questions about what is indeed our responsibility for our actions. Clearly we all agree, when you act on your own, you are completely responsible. But when we act with others, do we have the time to... Uh, uh, to reflect for a moment and say this act is incorrect, or do we kind of go along with others and say, well, my friend is doing it, I see others are doing it, it must be okay. And I think the Gemara really asks us to think about that, uh, and whether we side with Rabbi Shimon, uh, who, who seems to exempt people more, or Rabbi Meir, who is the other extreme, who says that you have greater responsibility. In either case, I think that it is something for us to consider whether our own personal acts reflect on um, only ourselves or whether we join in a group, that too is something we are responsible for. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.